Join Adam Carolla and his pal Jay Leno this October, along with fellow comics Alonzo Bowden, Harlan Williams, Carol Liefer, and Caroline Ray, together with some of the best writers from TV shows like Seinfeld, Friends, The Tim Allen Show, King of Queens, Two Broke Girls, and more. For a -a one-of-a-kind experience for aspiring comedians, comedy writers, and everyone interested in comedy. Hey, it's Adam Carolla here, and I'm excited to announce our first-ever comedy fantasy camp Thursday through Sunday, October 12th through the 15th in Hollywood, California. We're going to cover stand-up, improv, writing, podcasting, and more, plus a live performance at the famous Hollywood Improv on the final day of camp. So get your chops ready. Spend four days with me and some of the most successful people in the comedy business and get on the fast track into the world of comedy. Go to adamcarolla.com, comedyfantasycamp.com, or call 888-762-2263 to sign up. That's this October 12 to 15, the first ever comedy fantasy camp in Los Angeles with Adam Carolla, Jay Leno, and a host of comedy stars and TV writers. Oh, that's just me, Perez Hilton. (sighs) Drinking all the tea that goes on in this world. And with the way social media is, I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. It's like every day something new and scandalous comes out and I want it all. I'm the OG of entertainment gossip. And if you are like me and have an unrelenting thirst for all the drama that's flying around, you should listen to my podcast. The Perez Hilton Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. To get it on. Woo-hoo. Dr. Drew's board physician. And uh, What's going on there, Drewski? Got anything on your mind? I got some thoughts. Mm. Um, we were talking in the last show. I'm still going to have Emmy look up that. I was going to uh, mention something last Eric Swalwell thing because um, later in the interview we played, you played in the previous show, Emmy. He gets asked about the impeachment inquiry, and it's you really just have to watch Jim Acosta's face. You have to yeah. watch the. The, the head shake when he's asking, you know, like I, Republicans, I, I, and then the nod when Lowell yeah. <laughs> goes, <laughs> over what? I, first off, somebody's going to have to do some journalisming. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, well, that's but, what you but, and I disagreed on too. On the but last now, show. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I watched, see, here's the problem. Mm. Here's the problem with CNN, MSNBC. Um, I watched Al Sharpton go at it with Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, I should say, Ramaswamy. Mm. He brought him on, and and, and it's understood, I'm going to fight you on every single subject. Yeah. And and Vivek, who's smart and good good at debating, says, fine, I'll I'll do it. But it was not. An interview. It was an argument on mm. every single subject. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Al Sharpton does to a Republican who's coming on his show. It's we're going to attack and we're going to argue, and then Eric Swalwell can come up there and spin a bunch of bullshit, and you just sit there and nod 
nod your head. I'm sorry, you're going to have to start doing some journalism with your own. Otherwise, I'm not sure why we're watching this. Right. So I'm going to do, you know, an interview with OJ going, you didn't kill your wife, did you? No, I did not. Good. Good. I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, Some people say you did. But what should we do with that? They're just trying. They're just trying to attack you, right? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So you agree? Okay. And uh, your NFL pension shouldn't be shut off just because you're accused of, of doing this, right? Yeah. No, I, that's what I thought. But that's. <laughs> at, sorry, Jim Acosta. You're not interviewing Eric Swalwell. You're just letting him uh, bloviate about virtue mm. of of his party. You're mm. not asking him any questions. It's not an interview, is, is what I'm saying. Back to be vague, what did they argue about? Was it anything meaningful? Everything racial. Oh. Every, you know, Vivek is, is, is he's in, against the sort of woke, you know. Uh, he's, first off, um, Vivek, um, here's the kind of argument that, that uh, Al Sharpton was making. Vivek doesn't like the racial quotas. Mm. He, he he wants it on merit. Merit is a big thing yeah. for him, yeah. which I wholeheartedly agree with. So Al Sharpton did this whole gotcha thing where he's like, you say you're against the quota system, but your own company used the quota system back in Silicon Valley or whatever. Mm. And he said, yeah, after I left. <laughs> and I was the head of, it was a company I started, then I quit or I sold it or I moved on and then they went to that and then Al went yeah but it was still your company you know like, okay Al d- did he not tell you it's like uh you claim to hate shag carpet but your house is filled with shag carpet yeah I sold it and a couple of gay guys moved in and put shag carpet in it it still has shag carpet <laughs> that's that's based yeah fucking idiots mm. that's a pe- what the fuck happened to adults mm. You know what I mean? Well, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, and by the way, I just want to make one last point. It was something we disagreed on the last show, too, which is I was saying we, we should just, you know, all media, all media, all news now is just bullshit. And and you argued that, well, there's some people that got it right over on Fox. And I thought, you know what? Y- yes, but you're still better off just assuming everything in the news is bullshit. You're better off. Well, because I, so much, well, certainly anything to do with Madison is bullshit. I guarantee you that. And anything to do with public figures is bullshit. And listen, here's the way you do it. In, in, in the time we're living in, yeah. anyone, anyone who's called anything, mm. if you're called a racist or homophobe or whatever, first, I want to hear what you have to say. Because that means you're saying something that's dangerous and they want to shut you down. Right. Because you see... When you call somebody racist or xenophobic or when you start hanging the labels, when you start hanging the labels, that means you got nothing for their argument. So if you have something for your art, for their argument, then you just come back. You just argue with the argument. You know what I mean? So if, if I, you know, to be blunt or, or to reduce it, a very easy thing you know if i said uh you know this guy was in town when they when they found his his wife's body in the bathtub and i said uh no i was i was out i was out of town and then he he went uh we have a ring doorbell and i go this guy's a racist 
well, now we've moved on from whether I was in town or out of town or involved with this or not. I'm just calling you a racist. And uh, or maybe I say he beats his kids or something like that. Well, that it's just, it usually means I'm, I'm losing the argument. I don't I don't have the argument right. part in right. there. You know, it's ad hominem arguments so, mean you're the cognitive dissonance. You've lost. You, you, you've not brought the facts and yeah. the data because you're calling everyone a racist. Yeah. You know, so anyone is being called that any ad hominem stuff. When yeah. they, he doesn't care about the children, or you know, these, yeah. these bizarre sort of edicts about not caring about kids or old people. Or well, something. that's the you, you the, know. the thing you and I've talked about, which is this grandiose caring. That is the new they, malice. They don't believe it. They don't believe any of it. They, they don't believe any of it. I'm just saying. My standard is if someone is called something, mm. you know what I mean? Like, mm. okay, RFK Jr. starts getting called anti Semitic and racist and blah, blah, blah. Now I want to hear what he has to say because that's them trying I, to. Shut I do a streaming show. All I do is. is Interview people that have been silenced. Right. So because I want to hear what they have to say for the very same reason. And I learned something from some of what they say, I totally disagree with, but I learned something from every one of them. What I'm saying is, is if somebody said, Well, what happened to this guy? He's a football coach. He dropped the N bomb. Somebody caught him and they fired him. Mm. I don't need to hear what that guy has to say. Correct. Uh, but when a guy's talking about policy, you know, he's talking about Ukraine or he's talking about COVID or he's talking about the border and you start calling him racist. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Now I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Because obviously it doesn't jibe with what you want to hear or what you have to say, you know, sort of mainstream media. The other. So if you've been deplatformed, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yep. And if you're being attacked, if CNN is attacking you, yeah. I want to hear. What what you have Dave to say? I'm interested, but but another thing, my son pointed out. He's a mathematician. He said, you know, uh, he started examining some of the percentages that are tossed around in terms of vaccines and this kind of safety and whatnot. And he said, you know, percentages mean nothing. Where as soon as they say percentages, stop listening because there's been a fifty percent increase. Well, yeah, that could be from two to three. That's well, like, well, okay. This is the code. This is the code. Yeah. When they say, uh. We have a 30% uptick in child infections of COVID since last April. Uh, that could mean 12 kids. Or uh, less. It or, could mean anything. Or, or, who or whatever. Knows? I need numbers. Yeah, Don't exactly. just give me the there's numbers. more than there were. That's exactly yes. correct. Yes. You had two infections and now you have three infections. It's up 50%. That's right. <laughs> up 50%. So you have to listen for the key. Yep. You have to also listen for the... Also, listen for when things change, um, which is Biden had never spoken to his son about business. Mm. Never. Mm. He said it 25 times into a microphone. I had never spoken to his son about business. That then evolved into I'm not in business with my son. Uh, those are not the same thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and as I said, day one, I said, it is impossible for a father. You are a bad, negligent father. If you do not talk to your son about business, um, it's unimaginable that somebody who claims to talk to a son every day on the phone and he thinks he's the smartest man he knows would never talk to a son about business. It's not like. 
his son did rod iron fencing <laughs> out of out of Muncie, Indiana. Right. His son was on the international scene, essentially doing what half of what Biden does, you know, traveling around and meeting with people and, you know, energy companies and mm-hmm. so and so. So it's like it's mathematically impossible. But you said it, and now you say you weren't in business. Well, again, Drew and I do this show three days a week. Drew and I speak often. Drew and I profit from the show. But I don't think of myself as in business with Dr. Drew. And and by the way, in business, I, I don't even know what it really means. I mean, there's no sign that says Biden and son, you know, out with neon in, yeah. in front of the White House. You you aren't in business. You're helping your son enrich himself, and then he's giving you some of that money. There's a long history of standing upon principle and ethics by people on the left appropriately. Well done. I can't even accept a pen from a drug company for the appearance of impropriety. We're talking about ethical, principled appearances, not whether laws were broken like, should somebody be doing this kind of thing if they're in a position of elected authority? Yeah, but— And, it, and it, I'm, a, I'm fearful that they're all doing it, which is why they're not uh, so outraged by it. Yeah, but it'll go beyond the appearance of whatever. Well, I it mean, looks like—that's the thing. We've got to find out, did it? It looks like it did. I mean, it looks terrible. Well— His Appearance is terrible. When— Hunter Biden sends an email to his sister saying, uh, let's hope you don't have to pay half of dad's bills like I do. What does that mean? <laughs> what is he saying? What are you talking about? You pay half of dad's bills. Why? Mm-hmm. What What money? And then why would you do that? Right. I mean, if you had the rod iron fencing business in Muncie, Indiana, would you be paying half of your father's bills? Doesn't seem likely. If he maybe g- gave you the business as part of. He would still be in business with him in some fashion. Okay, it's it's overwhelming at the, at this point, but not according to Jim Acosta and Eric Swalwell. Mm-hmm. We'll play this clip, and it just you got to just watch Jim Acosta's face when he's uh, when he's laying this thing out. And members of the House Freedom Caucus, uh, they're also urging. Uh, the speaker to uh, support an impeachment inquiry of President Biden. What is your response to Shaking that? Shaking his head. We'll shake. <laughs> For what? Uh, you know, it, again, these guys, they, they've been all over the place. <laughs> all right. You can as pause far it. As who they- that gives the nod. So he gives them the, they support a impeachment inquiry and he's shaking it. Yeah. He's like a fucking pitcher. Yeah. Shaking off, shaking off a sign. He <laughs> literally, watch it one more time. He's shaking his head like, God. And then Swalwell, just like he did with COVID and reopening churches and schools for what? And then Jim Acosta, because he's a great journalist, never (laughs) says to him, by the way, Jim, you don't even have to say you think it's true. When Swalwell says for what you can say, they claim he was taking money from Burisma. They claim that he'd fired the you know, the DA in Ukraine because he was looking into Burisma. They claim to have emails. This is because Eric Swallow evidently doesn't know why. He <laughs> just thinks because. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we would have done like, like, like it was Barack Obama 10 years ago. And they just went, 
we're just going to open impeachment here. And then you go, for what? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just going to do it. So Eric Swallow doesn't know. And then Jim Acosta doesn't know either. Or he doesn't tell him. We'll play it one more time just to watch just to watch Jim Acosta shake his head Mm -hmm. and then nod. You're supposed to be a journalist. Freedom Caucus, uh, they're also urging uh, the speaker to uh, support an impeachment inquiry of President Biden. What is your response to that? For what? Uh, You know, again, these guys, they've been all over the place as far as who they want to impeach. One day it's Mayorkas. One day it's the FBI director. It goes, you know, between Biden. uh, And I think they would impeach his son uh, if they could. Uh, They like to weaponize, you know, the president's Look at their their uh, resolve on his face. Uh, But the truth is we're focused on just helping people. You know, that's why most of us (laughs) went into government. And so, again, Americans will see, Jim, you know, one party who wants to help the country they and care. They a care. Yeah, the grandiose who caring. wants to help a criminal and Donald Trump, and they're willing to do anything, including to bring the government to absolute chaos to get that done. No follow up. For what? Well, by the way, Jim Acosta, he asked you a question. Th- theoretically, I mean, it was sarcastic, but for what? You could explain to him again what the Republicans were thinking, not what you're thinking, Jim Acosta. For what? Yeah, nod my head. I don't know. <laughs> That's good journalism, right? Like I said, I, you're better off just assuming everything is BS on particularly television. Well, news. MSNBC and CNN, especially that was that is not any form of journalism. Yeah, that's not that's not an interview. Yeah. So you're just going to let him talk. Yep. All right, so I want to tell you guys about, uh, of course, language learning, Babbel. Thanks to Babbel, uh, my wife knows a little bit of French. Uh, her accent was, I'm going to make fun of it, let's just say. But uh, the fact is she learned a little bit of French. We went to France, and you can too. This summer, start speaking a new language with Babbel in just three weeks. Why pay hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fool yourself with language apps that are just games? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts. Uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State, others prove Babbel is better. One study found Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester in college. I'm here to tell you, I actually I actually insisted that Susan go on Babbel before we went to France, and I was glad I did. She could get on a little bit. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proficient in French, and I watched her skills improve, and I was very impressed. It is Babbel, right, Emmy? That's right. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash ADS. Get up to 55% off at Babbel.com slash ADS. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash ADS. Rules and restrictions may apply. You ever hear Yoko Ono sing? Yes, I have. No, I mean sing, not not, not yod- scream. yodel or not scream, scream or whatever. I thought that was her singing. I've never heard anything else. You know, I'll tell you, the... The Beatles channel on Sirius XM is not doing the legacy of John Lennon any favors hmm. at all. Why? What's happening? Well, the Beatles are great. Yeah. But they are the Beatles channel, so they have to pay, play 24-7 Beatles. Right. Well, the Beatles don't have enough right. to well, you'd have to keep repeating Beatles stuff. So then they go into John Lennon's solo stuff, you yeah, know? Okay. But you can't just play Imagine over and over. You're the Beatles channel. You know, you have to go deep mm. into the catalog. 
And most John Lennon's stuff sounds like shit. His solo stuff, is, it sucks. Yeah. And no one will really say it, but uh. the, the solo stuff is pretty shitty. Um, and then there's Yoko singing. Singing, but not singing. You know, kind of sing-talking. You okay. know, But I've never heard her form words. No, never heard that. I, it exists, huh. and it's of course it's horrible. <laughs> but what what I'm saying is, it's like the Beatles channel is really hurting the legacy of John John Lennon. Living is it for today? <laughs> because they're exposing Imagine it for what it really was. No oh, she's doing Imagine. Okay. It isn't hard to do. Now. Nothing to kill or die for. If you knew nothing, you'd be like, no. So this little girl has Down syndrome, right? And this is a make a wish type situation for her to play with the Philharmonic or something? Something, yes. This person's impaired. Yes. They didn't record this. They they recorded it. Life in peace. You may say, I'm a dreamer. Would make the worst husband I'm to Yoko Ono. I'm not the worst. I'd be bitch, get away from the fucking microphone. Just get away from it. I hope someday. And listen, I don't even want you holding us. up a wooden spoon and singing in the kitchen. You understand? Just get away from it. Set it all down. Do something else. Just do something else. Yeah. All right. Now find her screaming. Find some, no. Find some original stuff. I mean, that's her covering Imagine, but there's there's just her but her songs. She or they're like John Lennon's songs uh, or something. I I mean, he wrote with her or she wrote. Uh, and she's singing on the Beatles channel. And I does it sound a, like that? Like kinda? Well, that what we just heard uh, is a melody that we're familiar with and that most people like, and it had a sort of arrangement behind it. So you would sort of kind of in you know, Leonard Nimoy could talk that song and you would enjoy it if he had the orchestra behind it. You know, you wouldn't say it was good, but you'd go, oh, yeah. yeah. Did you act, Did you have no. any other thoughts about the, the sound, her, her voice and which, how she sung that? I had one other thought, hmm. which was uh, she lived in New York City for 50 years. She sounds like she just arrived. Well, she could have recorded that in eighty. One. Okay. I mean, okay. to be fair. Okay. And I'm rarely fair to Yoko Ono, but uh, <laughs> in this one instance, I don't okay. know. That, right, but enough. that could be from 2019. Yeah. I, I don't know when the recording was. Yeah. And, you know, Emmy can figure it out. But do you have her singing just an Here original tune? Uh oh. Different talking about? Yeah. Sort of auto tune. She's got her Cobert glasses on. Ah, she's wearing her Stallone glasses. It sort of seems like something like a kid would produce messing around with a 
you know, sound system. Yeah. See, I've always, I've always rejected subjectivity. <laughs> I it's like when people go, "Hey, man, you can't say it's bad because some people." Yes, I can. Yeah. And and by the way, you start doing that, and we're gonna start bleeding into pedophilia and murder and shit. Like, hey, you can't where we say. Are. Yeah, Guess that's where kind we of where we're getting. That's where we're getting to. Yeah. Like, hey, remember. 20 something years ago like you can't judge remember like remember the you can't judge judge movement cannot judge and i always said fuck that that's all i do is judge i will never stop judging i'm gonna double down on my judging you can't judge is what gets us to to where we're at gets you to yoko we get yoko ono we should have she should have been judged early and often agreed (laughs) god damn but it's more when she screams it's ridiculous, but it's sort of Jackson Pollocky, you know, kind of like I don't know if that art is it. Is yeah, it art? yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. art, but when but th- when she attempts to paint a bowl of fruit, right, that's when you realize what a shit artist she is, right? Because the other one is you have to argue what it is. Yeah, you can't even tell. This is her. Now we're going to put a brush in your hand, and you need to paint George Washington, right? And she does a fucking stick figure, and then you go, <laughs> oh. You're not an artist, are you? Right. Oh, yeah, I am. Watch me you know, spray paint out of my ass onto this canvas. And it's like, oh, you're not an artist. I, Oh, you're not an artist. <laughs> there, there are people that pray. The, oh, he's, it, it he's referencing something that exists. Look it up. Yeah. Spray paint out of your ass onto a canvas. Yeah. Uh, so, did Farrah Fawcett do that or something? I, did I, am I remembering that right? <laughs> somebody, somebody famous did that at she one point? died of anal cancer, yeah, but the, I don't think it was paint related okay was well, it was hpv related and that's what nobody ever talked about right that she was she was so on a campaign to raise awareness and didn't mention oh yeah most of it's hpv related but which means you're into unprotected anal sex is that what that means or you what know, does that mean i mean it can get there a lot of ways but the the point is people should take their hpv vaccine because you you can prevent the anal cancer right so. um yeah, it's funny that Yoko's revealed as a non-artist when she tries. I don't know any other covers, any other any other Yoko songs. It just made me. It made me. I I found myself listening. I would I would check in with the Beatles channel every just once in a while. Listen to her. <laughs> no, no, I I was checking in to hear, you know. Uh, paperback writer or something, uh, yeah. you know, but yeah, you yeah. didn't war get zone. that, you get this. Yeah, yeah. We're living in a war zone. Uh-oh. It's a war zone. <laughs> Men flashing their guns and balls. <laughs> Women looking like Barbie dolls. Wake up, wake up, hold your life. Out to chill, out to kill, Warzone. Warzone! It's Warzone! What's the name of this song? <laughs> Guys stealing zillions gets away while we knock each other to make our day. Wake up, wake up, hold your life. Wake up! They're out to chill, they're out to kill. I can't take it. Enough. 
Just drove everybody away. That's the problem with the fucking Beatles channel. All right, you can stop it, but I swear to God, you can't listen to it because they'll they'll play Warzone by Yoko, and then they got some deep cut by John Lennon where where you listen to it and you go, oh, this song sucks. (laughs) I can't tell anybody. Yeah, I can't say it. No, you cannot. One day I'm going to put a list together of like most protected. Oh, that's interesting. You mean most protected uh, artist or, uh, just or sort of cultural topics, topics, person? Persons. Yeah, like John Lennon is probably most. I don't mean protected, but he was revered. You know, he did a lot of drugs, stepped out on his women a lot, and has mostly shitty songs solo. <laughs> Doesn't need to be a deity. Right. You know what I mean? Most deified. That's a good way. Right. Most, you could, you know, uh, look, uh, Harvey Weinstein was most protected for a long time. That's right. It's fucking cranky, wretched man, you know, (laughs) out raping everybody and sort of, everyone sort of built him up. You know, he's glad handing at the award shows and everyone's kissing his ass and everything. I would say, I I, I say that, I got to say like a Hillary Clinton has got to be on that list. I mean. You know, smashing servers and destroying, you know, emails and, and, and cooking up the steel dossier and stuff like that, and just gets kind of a free pass on on everything, like denying the election yeah. and so on, so yeah. just like not interested. There's a lot of people that get this. It's, sort a, of, it's a long list, yeah, and it's weird how it gets maintained, especially in these days. Yeah, we you could. To, yeah, you almost need like a team to maintain it. We could have the sort of most protected list and then uh and then there's like biggest jobbed like got the most jobbed list like like <laughs> billy bush remember he got fired yeah with trump yeah I, you didn't need to fire billy bush right he, he wasn't doing anything that was trump yeah that wasn't even on camera why billy bush need to go what it, it, it's why, a, literally it's it's Look, it's uh, religious thinking. Yes. He's tainted. Oh, he's sinful. We got to oh burn him at God. the stake. It's all the, the – listen, I'm beginning to think of the lack of religion as a really serious problem. Oh, my country. God. Uh, Not I because mean, people need God, but because they need the things that religion brought that prevents – How about Sharon Osbourne? Yeah. Yeah. Sharon Osbourne gets fired for defending – her friend mm-hmm. Piers Morgan, who's a countryman and a journalist, he's and a, a journalist, journalist for saying that the chick who doesn't really seem black, she's like half black. What's her name? Uh, he doesn't believe her when he is when she is, you know, fragging the palace. Mm-hmm. So we got a journalist saying to the chick, "I, I, who, who basically you're making fun of my country." Yeah. And uh, I don't believe you. Yeah. And then you have Sharon Osbourne on a talk show mm-hmm. a forum where people give their hot takes, their opinions, and opinions saying, I side with peers. Mm-hmm. And then you get fired for being racist. Ooh. <laughs> but the biggest leader in the jobbed clubhouse, as I brought up uh, to my friend Dickie from the Boston's. Mm-hmm. Is the guy from Mumford and Sons? Oh yeah, isn't Dickie in the category? Oh, Dickie got fragged too. But the Mumford's the Mumford and Sons guy said he read read Andy Noe's book 
which was who was tried to be killed, Andy No, by Antifa, read a book saying Antifa was bad, and that Andy had courage to write the book, and he got fired from his band. But is it? Are you defending Antifa or what? Where's Andy? That's see. That's how far off the rails it's gone. Yes. And remember I told you the example? He's not being fired or attacked because Antifa's good or we support Antifa or Andy. No. He is identifying as a Republican. When he said, I read Andy No's book. Now, I don't know if he's a Republican, but to them, he had just identified and, and that's why he's got to go. And it's interesting. And maybe Sharon Osbourne had to go for the same reasons. Of course. And, and and I don't know if she's Republican or not, but but and firing all these people, it's interesting because it drives people into being autonomous and, mm-hmm. and not being part of a corporate system and only drives competition, drives away their business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it takes good talent and people and puts them into their own digital outlets. And uh, mm-hmm. p- people don't watch TV anymore. There we are. Well done. Well done. All right. On that happy note, you go to amcroll.com, being Louisville, Louisville, Louisville Comedy Club. That'll be September 22nd, 23rd. And it's off to Irvine. Oh, mm. all right. Yeah, we'll see that. Adam Kroll and friends there. Brad Williams going to join me. That's going to be uh, the Irvine Improv. That's his hood. He's right October out. October 11th. up out that way, right? E- I think. Yeah, he did. Yep. Hey, you just go to amcrow.com for all the live shows, Drew. Uh, go to drdrew.tv. Speaking of canceled and silenced and jobbed and all this stuff, anybody in the sort of science and medical world that's had that happen to them, I immediately go interview them. And I've got now probably hundreds of interviews with these people. You will learn something. drdrew.tv. So, until next time, Adam Crow for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. See what hit blockbusters are streaming free this month during Popcorn Summer Movies on Pluto TV. Watch Django Unchained or Transformers Dark of the Moon for an action-packed evening or The Truman Show and School of Rock for a good laugh with the whole family. Plus, Pluto TV has thousands of other free movies available on live and on demand. Download Pluto TV on all your favorite devices for free and start streaming now.